0: Hey kiddos, welcome to another fucking horror podcast. I'm your host, Monique Sanchez. I'm your host, Amy Trayden. And we have a special treat for you today. We have been teasing it since the beginning, but this is our first true listener tales episode. And I'm so fucking excited. I'm so excited. You have some really
1: good ones and I'm so pumped about it. Yeah. They're very spooky. Nothing this spooky has ever happened to me. I
0: feel a little bereft. I'm not going to lie. I think this might be calling it into your life then.
1: I say that. And then as soon as it comes into my life, I'm going to be like, these fucking ghosts, Monique, they won't let me alone. Like, I just want to live my life. I just want to sleep. I don't understand.
0: I was putting together this, uh, my stories today and I'm not in my apartment. I'm staying at my my friend's house and I had the door to the office that I'm working in wasn't like latched all the way and it's just no stop yeah so so whatever I'm just like typing away and then I hear the creak of like and it opened (laughs) and I was like okay you know that's fine there you know there's it's not terrifying while I'm what like writing spooky stories right and it was the loudest creak I've ever heard my fucking life of course and I'm of course also like alone in the house because she, they're often yeah. doing what, you know, being productive human beings and contributing to society. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> Girl, say. No. So then I like, I, I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. There's like AC and shit happening. That's fine. This isn't happening. Then I keep typing away and then it slams closed. No.
1: Yeah. So creepy. They don't have like cats or anything either that you can blame it on. No, they have a huge dog, but he was downstairs. Damn it. That is the one good thing about living in New York. I just blame any spooky noises. I'm like, it's the neighbors. Mm-hmm. It's something, it's anything besides what I'm
0: imagining is the worst case. Apparently. Exactly. So maybe shit is happening to you and you're just blaming it on your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> I just am not acknowledging it at all. <laughs> that tracks. That
1: sounds about right. I love it. That's some shit I would do. I love it. Like, just pretend it's not happening. Just go to your happy place. It's fine. It's it's,
0: fine. it's a coping mechanism I definitely learned from my family. Like, let's, if we don't talk about it, it's not actually happening. <laughs> it's not happening at it's all. It's super of healthy. Course. A therapist wouldn't know what to do with it, no. honestly. it would be like, get out. I'd be like, I
1: understand. <laughs> I know I quoted you this amount, but I'm actually going to need to bump that. <laughs> just Now that I've gotten a full scope of what we're dealing with. Yeah. It's going to be overtime <gasps> for real <realsies>. season. <laughs> i'm getting time and a half
0: this <laughs> thanks do you have a drink of course amazing what are you drinking i'm drinking <laughs> it's so like gross but i mean i have a limited situation happening here
1: <laughs> natty ice if it's not natty ice you're fine
0: it's not <laughs> it's... <laughs> you're in florida like i don't know there's, there's no judgment it's the smirnoff sugarless strawberry with rose vodka oh, with uh, okay. with sprite
1: no, oh, that doesn't it's sound that bad. bad. You made it sound a little awful.
0: It's not that bad. I would prefer it with a lemonade, but I, again, I have a limited resource situation here. That yeah. doesn't sound really good with a lemonade. What are you drinking? I have a sour beer going, which is not oh, a yeah. at
1: Oh No, it was good, though. My strawberry, my strawberry rhubarb sour beer. Yeah, no, when, when I tried it, it was good, though. I think I, yeah. you tried the other one, right? You tried the Sour Me America. I do like that one better, though. I gave you
0: the better, the better one. I feel so special. Of
1: I will say, my mom told me I didn't have to make this correction, but she sent me a text out of the blue today that said, I did not show you the shining at nine (laughs) years old, you psycho. And I, I had a good laugh for like a solid minute over that. So for the record, my mother did not show me the shining at nine years old. I was 12 and I was just a big scaredy cat and thought I was nine. Yeah. So
0: you were nine emotionally.
1: I was nine emotionally. There you go uh i had a good long laugh about that i was like i will correct it in the next episode and she was like it's fine really and i was like it's not fine <laughs> i was like i will not let people think that you showed me the shining at nine
0: years old diana we are women of integrity and of our word <laughs> and if we fuck, if up, I fuck
1: something up i will say it goddamn right
0: we fuck it up we we will own our shit because oh, if you don't got your you're word gonna have to a lot yeah i mean yeah you don't. <laughs> what if, do you have you have nothing you have nothing if you got that's all you got in this life is your name and your word real shit so true so my mother
1: did not show me the shining at nine she was a more responsible parent than that i just have a shitty memory and i'm making sure let up. it be
0: known it has been decreed <laughs> across the land
1: <laughs> uh i'm blanking right now what's it called it's not verified It's when you get something you have to like get the little stamp on it notarize notary like a notarized, notarize that yes, shit because it's that official shit. i actually had to go do that once it was really ridiculous. i used to be a notary i didn't i didn't know that was still a thing did you yeah. really
0: i had to do it for a job so i had to take like a, the test and the whole shit that is so weirdly interesting to me. I don't know why that surprises me so much. It's not as cool as being a notary in Florida. It, because if you're a notary in Florida, you can marry people. Oh, shit. Yeah. I would
1: be doing that left and right. I would just, like, walk up to people on a first date at a restaurant and be, like, notarized. Yeah. Bam, you're married. Whatnot. Yeah,
0: I'd be, like, at my, my watering hole and just be wasted and be, like, hey, you guys, look cute? <laughs> you're married. Are you want married? <laughs> I'm fucking notary Republic. I would do it, like... <laughs>
1: I would be like Oprah, rides, Like you get married and you're getting married. Everyone's married. That was
0: one of those things that my parents were like oddly proud of.
1: That seems like a thing that a parent would be very proud of.
0: But it wasn't like my job. It was, I worked at a shitty real estate company- it sounds so impressive though. Like, oh, she's a notary. Yeah. Like, ooh.
1: I feel like a lot of people don't even know what that is. That's like when my mom told me I should be an actuary and I was like, that sounds really fancy and then I looked up what it was and I was like, that sounds really boring. Yeah, it's the same. I don't want to ever do that.
0: Yeah, just a notary's <gasps> like your license matches your face and your name. Your face. That's yeah. it. And I will sign to and that your signature. Yeah. I am proving that you are who you said you are. Right. Yeah. Uh, under penalty yeah, of exciting. Law and they
1: get like a fancy stamp I well guess. you have to pay more for the stamp they rip you off on the stamp yeah movie? because it's fancy
0: because it's not just if you've never seen a notary public stamp it's not just a stamp it's like it's the type of stamp that it makes an impression in the paper Ooh, yeah so it's yeah. like fancy oh, like, as fuck I love that yes.
1: were you the person I bonded over with yes uh, absolutely. With the the wax, the, we wanted to- yes <laughs> of course it was of course it was you Monique and I bonded over our love of wanting to seal envelopes with wax and a fancy stamp. Like, like I don't seal, know why yeah. that went away, but we can, yeah, we can get that
0: back anytime now. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to start it, and and you will be my first correspondence.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. I was going to say I say this as I don't write. I don't even text people back. I'm going to write them letters <laughs> and seal it with wax. Like fuck no, I'm so ridiculous. I would
0: I so would just send like an eggplant emoji. I'd print it out. <laughs>
1: That is classy as and possible. I would mail it. I would love right? that. You're gonna get it. I would send you back the uh three giant drops spraying was... everywhere.
0: The sploosh emoji. As you I like better fuck it. Here's the thing. Notarize this shit because it is official. <laughs> this is something that is going to happen to you. I don't know when it's gonna happen.
1: I'm just gonna open my mailbox and you're gonna, day, gonna and see I'm a gonna stamp a, and you're gonna be like
0: wax sealed letter. This
1: bitch with a artist rendition of an eggplant emoji. Uh, i
0: be i don't know if i could do i all love that. all of
1: this you're not talking me out of it <laughs> you just print it out that's fine
0: <laughs> i i'm not i'm nothing if not a woman of my, my word. word take that shit to the bank
1: uh i'm not gonna lie you know how i have my grow lights for all of my plants that i have they all just went off and i just like randomly got thrown into a dark room It was a little terrifying
0: oh i think it's a perfect time to start yeah. talking about some spooky uh true stories then Tell me some spooky stories. I turned the lights on now, so I'm okay. I'm safe I think you start the first. I'm going first. Okay.
1: So this is somebody who has chosen to remain anonymous. So they're just going by H. So this is me telling somebody else's story. So it starts with I was born in Puerto Rico, which is obviously not true for Amy. (laughs) This is H's story. I was born in Puerto Rico and lived there for only a few years before we relocated to Miami. I was maybe a year and a half old when this story happened. Even though I was that little, my crib wasn't in my parents' room, and I had my own room. One night, my mother stopped by my room to check in on me, and she saw a woman standing next to my crib looking at me. Stop oh it. No.
0: No, no, no.
1: My mom obviously freaked out and ran to the crib to grab me, which that is the correct answer, but I don't know that I would have immediately done that if there was st- somebody standing right. by the crib, because that's
0: terrifying. Because you're like, terrifying. I want to save my child, but I also don't want to be near that thing.
1: Yes. And also, I, I feel like I would be like, how did you get in here? What are you doing? Yeah. So my mom ran to the crib and grabbed me immediately after the ceiling collapsed on top of the crib where I had been sleeping moments before. Get the
0: fuck out.
1: That's fucking crazy. I don't know if that was someone looking out for me or some sort of evil presence wishing me bad, but thank God for my mom's quick reflexes or it would have been a goner. Signed H. Holy fucking shit. shit. Do you remember there was a sinkhole that opened up under some guy's bedroom (laughs) and just literally sucked him into it while he was sleeping in bed? Did he die? (gasps) <gasps> yeah, yeah. How the fuck he know. got sucked into a sinkhole? Yes, yes, Monique. He died. Yeah, they. Ne- I don't think they ever recovered his body because it's a friggin f- sinkhole. That- Florida is crazy. Oh, this is in Florida. Oh, shit. Oh my god. Yes, because we didn't have enough terrifying things in Florida. We have sinkholes too that can just open up under your bedroom and suck you into your death hole in the middle of the night.
0: See, there, ah, there crazy. are nightmares I didn't know I had.
1: <laughs> and then you met and me, then- <laughs> and I was like, "Hey,
0: here's some more shit to be terrified of." this could happen to you oh my god and i nope i live on a second floor boom i'm safe
1: you're good i was gonna say and in new york we're not in danger of that as much so
0: we got other shit going it's very true so i don't know if you guys have been watching but there is this new true crime series on hbo that's fucking excellent that's called murder on (gasps) middle beach which i got monique started on last time she did here i got home and like and now it's <laughs> in the morning. So I was like, I need to fucking watch this situation.
1: You might actually be further along than me because I don't think I watched the most recent episode. I think I'm only the two episodes. In. Girl,
0: you need to get on it. I dude, need to talk. I know. I to pronto. I know because
1: we both, admittedly, have a huge crush on Madison. Fuck. Full disclosure. Like
0: he's he's a rock and babe. Too like, cute. Holy shit. I,
1: I can't. Mm. As I discussed with Monique, we can't go full John Oliver, Adam Driver on this, but we want to. We want to so badly. If it wasn't grossly inappropriate, we would be full
0: throttle on that. Yeah, because I think he's definitely younger than me. He's definitely younger than me. So even though like men, younger men usually pursue me, which is like the most pedophile answer after. Yeah. Do you have a type? I don't have a type. It's not a bit It of is. They like they <laughs> they pursue me. I don't do it. They pursue me. Tweens are just throwing themselves at you, Monique. God. <laughs> um ridiculous. I think it's because I read younger than I am. You do. Yes. Yeah, so they think I'm I'm younger. Well, they'll still think I'm older than them, but like not that level older. But I also think guys don't give a shit realistically. They're I like, don't. "Hey, you want to make out with me? Yeah. That's cool." He's like, "I'm down." Yeah, No, I have dated very very few men who are older than me i've been involved with very few men older than me and like the oldest was like four years three years older than me so i don't even venture that yeah no that doesn't get so if you're not watching hbo's murder on middle beach literally what are you doing with your life it's fucking incredible it's really well done uh and just for those of you who haven't seen it a quick little synopsis this guy madison his mother was murdered when he was in high school And he goes into film school and then decides to make this documentary trying to figure out what happened and who did it as like a senior project in college. And then HBO picked it up and it's fucking incredible. It's so so good. So I have a story from someone that's connected to this. Ooh, okay. I grew up in the town next to Madison and work where the murder took place, which is five minutes away from Middle Beach. These small towns, everyone knows everything about everyone. Just to give you a background, Madison is known for social climbers. Wealthy people in Manhattan come to live here in the summer. One of those places where people are always holding cocktail parties and the higher up you are, the more power you have in town, especially when it comes to politics. The father actually lived in the most expensive home in Madison at one point. The fact that he was not giving money to his children is a bit outrageous. I mean, I'd fucking say so, fuck. Madison is known for its homes on the shoreline by the water. A shack can literally run millions as long as it's in Madison and by the water. So take that into consideration. There was also not a bad thing said about the wife, which is the the murder victim here. Apparently she was well-known and liked. You can't find anyone that would say one bad thing And in a small town, usually there's some dirt people will find, especially in Madison. But it sounded like she was legit a good person. Lots of people around town have no doubts as to who they believe killed Barbara Beach. But I'm not saying anything. Really?
1: (laughs) I was like, you're going to leave me there? Damn it, Monique. That was so good and such a tease. And I love and I don't like that at all at once.
0: And it's anonymous, so.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm like Johnny at the end of Unsolved Mysteries where I'm like,
0: wait, it's not solved. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Why are we even watching the show? <laughs> so good. It sucks you in there you're like, clearly this is gonna be solved. Clearly. Yes.
1: You're like, there there has to be an answer to this. I
0: don't understand. That was like in Lovecraft Country. They tell you in the first two or three episodes how it's going to end. And then, like, the ending's happening. You're like, but that's not actually what's going to happen. Yeah, it is. They told you, like, three episodes. They let let you know, yes. You should be more
1: than aware of what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, this one's a good one. So this one is from Courtney, and you can follow her at the ghoul guide on Instagram. Okay, so this is titled A Night at the Wildwood Sanitarium. Oh, shit. oh yeah you know if there's a sanitarian involved it's not it, the not story is like everyone
0: everyone was cured and we all yes everyone after. was <laughs>
1: yes we gave them the best treatment possible that was in no way detrimental to their health it was amazing we didn't lobotomize anybody it's completely humane a hundred percent we weren't mercury on everybody it was great functioning
0: yeah. members of society
1: of course Yeah. No, <laughs> that's not what happened In 2019, I heard about a nude haunt that was being discussed among the paranormal investigators in town at our local paranormal shop, as well as on TV with Paranormal Lockdown. That summer, at the end of June, I had a night booked to stay over at Wildwood Sanitarium, invited anyone who wanted to spend the night in a haunted place, and never expected to encounter what we did. The building isn't what you'd think for a sanitarium because it looks like a building that could be mistaken as an ordinary house in the area. But honestly, it's so much more than that. It was a holistic hospital, the first of its kind in New York State. And helped addictions and mental health, but was now renovated into three apartments. That night, after our tour, while some went over to the cemetery close by with the owner, I stayed back with my cousin and went up to the third floor. We messed around with the
0: spirit box. What's a spirit box? It's like a thing you ask questions and then. And I could kind of like wrong. a Ouija board, or no? Yes, but that's a spirit board. But a spirit box, if I'm correct on this, that it uses the white noise frequencies so that like some can come, come through, through. so yeah. it's like a
1: radio like a spirit radio kind of thing yeah the idea okay i got you the old spirit box of course
0: mm-hmm.
1: of course okay we messed around with the spirit box in the kitchen of the third floor apartment near the attic where they claimed a spirit likes to hide we jokingly asked if it was ready to stay with us for the whole night and clear as day a deep no came through the box
0: Nope. Which, Mm -mm. nope.
1: Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Like maybe if it was like a no thank you, I'd be like, oh, okay, at least like it was flight, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. But no. We both looked at each other with wide eyes and ran back down to get more equipment that we had, but also because it had shook us a bit. At that time, the others came back and we told them what had happened as we all gathered again and decided to order dinner. Once the pizza arrived, we were all settling down, talking about what the game plan was for the night and what we wanted to do. I was in the kitchen and while I was getting a plate, a small golden duck trinket had flown off the shelf above the microwave and landed at my feet. No one else was in the kitchen with me at the time, but everyone heard it from the adjoining dining room and came running. As we tried seeing what could have caused it and how it could have been the only one to fly off, we shook off the nerves and ate before heading to start our night. With our gear in hand, we left the bottom floor and started heading up to the second floor. As soon as you get to the top of the stairs, there's a bedroom on the right side and on the left is a door leading to the rest of the house. And that had a lock from the outside, like an old hook latch. I was the first one at the top of the steps and saw that it was not only closed, but also locked and felt that something wasn't right in my stomach because myself and my cousins were the last two people up the stairs. We Mm-mm. left the door open and we knew of everyone's whereabouts in the time frame, giving it even more of a creepy feeling. It definitely spooked us to the core. Yeah. The rest of the night, we had things happen like a door closing on us while we were all standing around a table away from the door and not moving. Footsteps were heard all night long, running up and down the stairways with the REM pods going off, detecting something was there. One person with us had decided to spend the night in their car rather than sleep in there with us. And come morning, everyone was huddled in the same room trying to catch whatever sleep they could as the footsteps, bangs, and the occasional muffled voices you could hear coming from the floor above continuing through the night. The fuck uh, no, out. I would be the person sleeping in my fucking car too. No way. I wouldn't even sleep in the car. I'd be like, goodbye, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm driving away from here.
0: Yeah, haunted sanatorium apartment. No, I don't yeah. think so. If you're ever in Salamanca, New York, I encourage
1: you to highly check this place out. Or if you're curious, check out the paranormal lockdown episode of this place. Again, that was a story from Courtney at the ghoul guide on Instagram. Thank you, Courtney. That was amazing. And I'm glad you got out of there okay. That was yeah. very creepy.
0: Thanks, Courtney. That was so fucking crazy. Holy shit. So, my next story, uh, the title is The Haunted Nightlight. No. So, when I was. T- oh, I know. Not going to be good. Do, and we're recording night light, this. No,
1: night lights are so comforting. Like that's the thing that keeps you safe when you're a kid. I don't want to hear haunted night nightlight.
0: <laughs> we're also recording this at 10.05 at, at night. So this is going to be a fun time to go to sleep after this. <laughs> no, I'm,
1: ne- I'm not sleeping again, Monique. I'm, no. <laughs> it's like I'm staying up all night.
0: Okay. The okay. Haunted night nightlight. So when I was 10 years old, we lived in an older house in Warren, Ohio. My parental grandmother gave us an antique nightlight, which had a red old fashioned Christmas tree shaped bulb which we used at night in our bathroom. The family began noticing a shadow was being cast on the wall when we turned it on that had not been there before. Oof, fuck. No, Mm -hmm. no. No, that's a shunt. It was triangular in shape, and my mother looked everywhere for anything that could possibly create this new shadow. We went about our business as usual, and when we noticed a few days later, the shadow was still there and had grown larger. No. Again, full investigation into the cause and could find nothing that would create that shape. A few nights pass. My mother gets up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, looks up, and says she saw another change in the shadow in that it looked like it had grown a horn.
1: No. Uh Sign of the cross. (laughs) That's some fucking Damien
0: Omen shit. No. Dude, this fucking nightlight is getting the atheist of of the duo. (laughs) It's to a do the side of the cross. Like, I don't trust anything. I
1: don't trust
0: anything. <laughs> this is a demonic nightlight. Amy's like finding her God now. She's so afraid. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: sleeping with holy water tonight. Like I don't trust anything.
0: The power of Christ compels you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the power of this nightlight
0: compels, girl. Me. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. So. She understandably pulled the nightlight out of the wall and then threw the nightlight out the window where it broke in the outside alley. Good girl. Yes.
1: Fuck that nightlight.
0: Get it out of here. Absolutely. The shadow vanished and she ran into her bedroom across the hall. She then says she saw a smoky mist swirl in the hallway and disappear into the ceiling, which what the fuck? No, thank you. She, at the time, thought that it may have been demonic in nature. No fucking shit. Yes, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> but knowing more about the paranormal investigation now, I think it could have been a shadow figure slash shadow man style attachment to the nightlight, building itself up for larger scale manifestation. But who can say for sure?
1: That's not better. That's not better than a demon.
0: No, exactly. This is this is all like a, just a Equally big terrified. red flag for me. Yes. And this story was submitted by Jonathan Emerson, who's the host of the podcast Spirits and Chat with John and Matt. And actually, they interviewed me recently on their podcast, so that should be dropping either the same day that this episode's dropping or the next day. But we'll definitely put it on the Instagram when uh, when that drops, so you guys can hear hear their lovely podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Jonathan. Holy shit, that's terrifying. That's awesome. Did you tell a different story than the one you told? I did. I did it's Ooh. all brand new shit it's not just me being terrorized by an incubus I love that you have like <laughs> you
1: have such a repertoire that you can literally be like what spooky story do I want to pull out of my bag a week? repertoire like, of
0: ghost stories so I have so many options it. you do <laughs> oh fuck that's good that's a good Oh one. my
1: gosh uh all right so our next one is from Christina and she says I suffer from sleep paralysis every once in a while. And I have these hallucinations that happen when I'm in that in-between state. One time I woke up and looked at the foot of the bed and saw the angel statue from the haunting of Hill House. No. You wake up and that's what the fuck you Mm -mm. see at the foot of
0: your your bed? No, thank you. Mm -mm.
1: Okay. So saw the angel statue from the haunting of Hill House. Right. I couldn't move. I was just blinking, looking oh. at it, and then it melted in front of my eyes. I was not that concerned because I knew it was what it was when it was happening, but it was still scary mm-hmm. even though I knew it was sleep paralysis. One night, I was laying flat in bed when I woke up and I saw something go over me from where my feet were to above my face. And as it was going over me, I saw a face, and I just remember it being a white male oh. face, almost like Thomas the Tank Engine, which Thomas <laughs> the Tank Engine's face I mean, yes. is one of the scariest things I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. And that is Christina saying that because, and that is a fact. I will back that up a hundred fucking percent. His face is highly disturbing. Anyway, it was the type of face because the rest of its body, if you can call it that, was dark and shadowy. Oh God, no. no. This (gasps) is like Dementor level shit. I bolted up and I sat up right after it went over me and I guess I went back to sleep after that. My fiance wasn't bed with me and he's a very light sleeper. He wakes up for any little thing. So the next day he tells me, you know, you woke up last night. And I say, yeah, I know. <gasps> then he says, there was Stop something it. on the ceiling. A black that shadow. That literally
0: gave me chills all over my <sighs> body.
1: <sighs> It's so creepy. This is creepier than the me telling Johnny the, did you see a shadow person <laughs> thing? Because that I just knew based on the conversation, like I didn't actually see the shadow yeah, person you were fucking of the bed like this guy. Oh my God. <sighs> all right. Scare me with another story, Monique. I, I want to not be able to sleep at all tonight. I want to text you <laughs> at four in the morning. Like you did. Like, we
0: are doing this to ourselves. Why did you do this to me? As per usual. We're not like Courtney, who's like, yeah, a great job for me is to go into a haunted asylum apartment. She's a badass. I don't... I
1: want to meet her because... Yeah. Well, you know, yes. we'll, be like, we'll mm, hang out with Courtney no. and she
0: can stand in front of us when she does the investigation.
1: <laughs> I She'll control the spirit box. I'll I'm, be no, standing. I'll control the spirit box. One, right we'll next to fine. the that's,
0: egress. That's, that's like the only get thing I the would deal fuck with. fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. One foot <laughs> off the door. Yes. So in 2015, I worked in a restaurant in South Beach. That restaurant was owned by a woman for 20 years. And when I walked in, I felt something. It's like I'm sensitive to the presence of entities. It happens to me a lot. And in this restaurant, I felt a weird vibe. When I worked, I was the manager and I worked with another server. And sometimes he would run up to me and say, did you call me? No, I didn't call you. And he would be insistent that I called him. No, I swear I didn't call you. That happened to me as well. I would hear someone call my name but no one had called for me.
1: Oh, no, no, no.
0: One night I was closing the restaurant (laughs) and usually the cook or the dishwasher would stay with me. But that night they had all left and I was there by myself. (sighs) I hate this. Okay. There was no one else in the restaurant other than me. I put on the alarm and I could feel like there was someone else in there with me. I go to the office to turn off the music in the restaurant. I go to the computer in the office and I turn off the music. But when I leave the office, the music is still on. And I thought, how's this possible? I guess I didn't actually turn it off then. Let me go back. I go back to the office and try to turn off the music on the computer and it won't turn off. So I unplug the computer. I leave the office and go to the main floor of the restaurant uh, and the music is still, and it's still on. Playing. And then it turns off for 10 seconds and I say out loud. What's in here? Please don't scare me. I don't want to do anything to you. I don't want anything from you. I don't want any trouble.
1: That's actually, I feel like the she's best being very reasonable. Level a ghost,
0: honestly, I would just scream. Yes. And then run out of the place. That. Like that's, that's my call of action.
1: There would be a <laughs> lot of fucks in mind. I'm fucking like, done. This is fucking ridiculous. I don't want any fucking yeah. part of this. I don't know. <laughs> any fucking scared. I'm done.
0: I felt a lot of terror that night speaking with the ghost because Turns out there was a story of who that might be. There Reason was a man who had broken up with a woman he was seeing, and she ended up killing herself. And it's believed that after he died, he returned to look for her inside the restaurant. That gave and me like, too. So it, it doesn't say yes. the story, but a lot of places on South Beach are similar to New York in that there's a restaurant, like there's a, a business on the first floor and then it's apartments. What's Above happening Above that, here? yes. But okay, I, I think that's good. what's happening. Okay. I didn't believe in that sort of thing when I heard it until I saw him. He was a very tall man. He was like a shadowy figure (gasps) that I could see from far away because it was a large restaurant. I saw him the moment I went to put on the alarm. I saw the shadow figure at the end of the restaurant and I said, oh my God, please don't scare me. All I want to do is go home. (laughs) (laughs) She's being so pragmatic and reasonable.
1: So nice too. It's so nice. Please. she's saying please like please don't please, scare me Man. i just i got off the ship i, I can't I handle go this home. i need to
0: go like, home. i i'm not this calm under pressure
1: i'm not either but i'm gonna try to if anything creepy ever happened to me take a note from this book and i'm gonna try to just very nicely yeah, reason with this ghost to let me leave
0: it when abode. i go to leave huh. out the side entrance through the kitchen the door basically transformed into a solid wall you couldn't open it you couldn't move it it was almost as if someone was holding it closed from the other side of the door. <gasps> I am creepy. That's when my heart started to raise. No shit. So I leave that door and I run to the main entrance of the restaurant. I turn the alarm off to be able to leave. I turn it back on and I'm able to leave through the main entrance. I go to the side entrance where I was trying to leave through before and I touch the door to see if there's something jamming the door. As soon as I touch it, the door opens which like
1: good because you can get the fuck out of there but also like do you want to go through a door that you think something has been holding from the, like something right holding I mean from the like they wouldn't even know absolutely weeks not me.
0: I'd be like I'm not coming
1: in ever goodbye or like or I'm, <laughs> I'm literally just I'm not showing up ever again sorry
0: yeah so I kept certainly to not myself yourself, because I didn't out. want to tell anybody because I was afraid they would think I was crazy or drunk so I don't say anything no, God a week no. goes by, and I couldn't hold it in any longer, because I would constantly hear my name being called, but no one was calling me, and the phone would ring, but no one would be what? on the other end. Too many strange things. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so finally, I said something to one of the servers <laughs> who used to work with the previous owner. I tell him what happened, and he starts laughing, and he says, "You didn't know, No what?" that the same thing had been happening when the previous owner was running the restaurant 20 years before. So I was stunned because I realized that there really is something inside of this place. Girl, yes. I understand doubting yourself, but there's a lot of shit happening. Yeah.
1: Trust your gut. You knew what the fuck was going on. Trust
0: your gut. You had vibes from the Um, beginning. You knew what was up. I said, oh my God, please don't say anything to any of the other workers because I don't want them to start saying things. And he said, yes, of course, don't worry. I won't say anything to anyone. Another friend of mine who also worked with us was waiting for keys to his new apartment. And he asked if I could reach out to the owner who lived in Colorado at the time and asked if it would be okay for him to bring in an inflatable mattress into the restaurant after hours and crash there while he waited on his new apartment keys, two days max. So I asked and the owner said it wasn't a problem. So that night this friend closes the restaurant and is getting ready for bed. He inflates the inflatable mattress and he goes to sleep at 7am. The next morning, he calls me screaming, saying, I don't want to be here. There's something in here. You didn't tell me anything. I can't stay here. I said, I'm sorry. Tell me what happened. He went on to say that he was sleeping and he felt as though someone was touching his feet.
1: No, 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 no! I don't want to be touched at all. But I especially do not want anybody Mm -hmm. touching my fucking feet while I'm sleeping.
0: He thought he was dreaming, but when he realized, rightfully so, something was actually touching his feet. He felt someone very aggressively Mm -hmm. grab his feet, as if to try and throw him off of the bed. Because I think (sighs) the man in there didn't want him to stay or sleep in that restaurant. (gasps)
1: wow I could see that I mean if it was this it was this right story from yeah the story where it was like he was looking for the girl you wouldn't want another yeah, man to- around I didn't even while you're think looking of for the girl trying to yeah. get the girl
0: back I told That's him so that fucking creepy, I though. knew there was something there but that I didn't want no. to tell him because I didn't think he would believe it so I told him what had happened to me a month later the restaurant closed yeah. since 2015 No one has been able to rent or buy that restaurant. And this is on fucking South Beach, which is like prime fucking real estate. I think it's almost as if whoever's in there doesn't want anyone in there. Because to this day, that restaurant is still closed. Signed, Marika.
1: That's great. That gave me chills. So creepy. I'm not going to lie. That was very creepy. When things touch you, because that's, that's not infrasound. How do you fake that? I mean, you're not really right. like, likely to hallucinate something touching you like that.
0: It's so creepy. Oh, All of it.
1: That's so fucking creepy. Oh, my
0: Marika, God. Thank no. you for that story. No, that no. was out of control. Holy shit.
1: Yes. Thank you. I, I, still, I still can't get over it. Like, trust your gut. I'm glad you got out of there. That thing should not. You were very calm and collected Literally the same. whole thing, which kudos to you're you. I could hero. not have been that calm and collected. <laughs> 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 Goals for my next ghostly encounter. Okay, so next story up, and this story is by Khalid Riviera. Am I saying the first name right? Sure. If I'm not saying the first name right, I apologize. When I was living with my ex in New Jersey, one night I decided to sleep in the guest bedroom because his snoring was particularly loud. When I got into the room, my energy dropped. I was so tired. As soon as I landed on the bed, I knocked out. That never happened to me before. Later on in the evening, I heard a deep whispering male voice. I felt the hot breath on my left ear. The voice was so deep and had a low volume. It said, you ready to go down? Which is such a creepy fucking thing to say already. Like, what do you even mean by that? Like, go down in a fight? Go down and blow you? Like, I don't want either of those things. No. I woke up and jumped up immediately. I felt goosebumps all over my body. I turned the lights on and nobody was there. I checked to see if it was my ex. Uh-uh. Nobody was in the room. Uh-uh. I check upon him and he was still sleeping in the next room. <gasps> I go back to the guest room and I saw my left ear was extremely red. Get I still the felt the heat from out. that whispered voice, which like, that's giving me chills. Oh, mm-mm. never knew what it was, but I never forgot that. And this
0: has never happened again. Scary Thank God. Uh, and with that, I don't want we have about... no, no, no. one last story, kids. This is the story of the psychic Louise. my friend through a series of old biddies in melbourne australia would all go to speak to a lady named louise my friend cat small what a fucking name holy shits my friend cat small grandma used to go to this lady and she said she was amazing cat texts me the details of this woman i called her a couple times and when she picked up a soft-spoken woman answers and i tell her i'd like to come and see her she simply asked for my first name and asked me to bring two cans of cat food and a packet of Woody Blues cigarettes. Hell yes. I'm obsessed. This, woman <laughs> this is fantastic. Is amazing. I go to her apartment located in a giant public housing block and knock on the door. The spindly elderly lady comes in and invites me to sit down. I sit at the table and there's a book sitting down about my home state. And a book about the history of my home state that has information about my family in it. There is no way she could have known who I was. What? I confirmed that Kat had no connection and no way she could have known. There were a number of things she mentioned in her reading. One, you will be a Yankee. Two, you will be involved in a war. Mm. Three, planes, planes, planes. Oh my God. And four, a dark haired stranger. I had no idea what she was talking about at the time. I always thought that I would move to the UK and was about to head off to go overseas and war. There was no way. The next week, I was cast in the Steven Spielberg produced TV show The Pacific. I got chills. And found I'm myself in so basic crazy. training for the military <gasps> and filming in wide scale war scenes, albeit with catering and a warm bed at the end of the night. I spent time traveling from India to Hawaii spent a decent amount of time in London and then went on vacation in New York. And at that time just so happened to audition for AMDA and was given a scholarship to study. It's been 10 years now and I'll officially become a Yank this year.
1: <gasps>
0: it's, uh, it's so good. That's two so other notes.
1: Crazy. I love it. The dark haired
0: stranger she referred to as my partner has not come into my life, but the pronouns she used were male. When I was deeply closeted, there was no one who knew. Wow. Yeah. Finally, crazy. the last okay. thing she mentioned was that under no circumstances should I get into a red convertible. I will die.
1: <laughs> God damn it. You gave me chills again. That was like two back to back. I hadn't even recovered from the first one. Like me I got the chills on chills. I didn't think that was
0: possible. I can assure you that from that day on, I have oh, never stepped a single toe in one. I could not tell you where this woman is now. But it's the first no. and last time I bought cigarettes and cat food, and very well spent. Cheers, Edward.
1: Edward, thank you yes. so much. That was a fucking
0: crazy. Yeah, fucking I story. want to find Louise. Double. Chilled. I want her to tell me all the it. things. Where's my dark haired man? <laughs> I am ready. <laughs> well, Let's get go to Australia with some cat food and cat cigarettes. Food and cigarettes. And we'll
1: figure something out. Come on, woman
0: fuck guys thank you so fucking much you, you know, yeah thank you guys we asked and you guys fucking delivered this was incredible i want to say i'm creeped out as fuck and i was gonna say you know i'm gonna sleep with the night light on but clearly the fuck not <laughs> no, no more night no more night <laughs> this is amazing thank you guys so much you guys had like the best fucking fans imaginable and you know this is going to be the first of, of many true listener tales. We definitely want to make it this a regular monthly situation. Maybe I don't know. Um, definitely. definitely follow us on Instagram at another fucking horror podcast, and you can d- DM us your stories there. You could also email us your stories at another fucking horror podcast at gmail.com with a period instead of a you and the fucking you can find me on instagram at pinupgirlmo you can find me on instagram at lobotomy and that's lobot period
1: amy, amy and fuck keep it cute keep it creepy bye Thanks, kids. guys
0: <laughs>